Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast. This is a first on a couple levels, I believe. The first one is because it'll be on video. Man, oh, we're gonna sorry. be on, we're gonna be YouTube famous, Eric. <laughs> well, that's actually a, a, a real thing. That's a, I don't know if we'll quite be there, but it's worth a shot. Let's give it a go. <laughs> we're gonna give it a go. So we hope you guys enjoy this. I'm gonna try to not look into the camera, but I probably will. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other first is I've completely changed my hardware around, so I probably shouldn't have done it without a full proper test. <laughs> But there is nothing like uh, just doing stuff and see if it works. See anyway. what happens. Yeah. If we burn down, then we burn down. Uh, but uh, thank you, everyone, for watching and for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I'm on all of them. Subscribe on YouTube. Now that me lovely face is going to be on there. Uh, I'm excited about that. And then don't forget to check out the sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos and Soulmates. Uh, Rancho Brower Tacos, great food, margaritas, get some food, enjoy their patio, do some people watching. Man, it's Capitol Hill. It's yeah. pretty fun. Uh, or their Wallingford location. And then Soulmates, if you're looking for any sort of super hype rare sneakers. Do you like Jordans? I mean, I don't own any, but yeah, they're nice. Are you more of a Yeezy guy? <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> Jesus. Nah, more of a if it fits and it's comfortable kind of oh, okay. ass hat. Well, we have those too. <laughs> uh, so check them out. They are at soulmateseattle.com. We have a website. Buy it online. We'll ship it right to you. Come in the shop. There are about 800 shoes in stock right now. Oh, damn. I think we have the the largest selection of collectible and heat shoes in the area there's there's a lot we have a lot uh so yep do all of that stuff now today eric i'm not even going to try to say your last name because i completely butchered it last time (laughs) margaret yeah there you go there we go okay i did practice a little bit uh so i'm very excited because this friday uh so it's a few days away one of my most favorite things to do in seattle is coming up nice and i thought what better person to come and chat about it than someone who is an active part of do putting it all together, running it. Sure. And my buddy, Eric. So tell us what it is, Eric. Crypticon Seattle is a, well, primarily horror uh, convention. We also do some dark fantasy costume contests, the usual stuff. You see at a lot of conventions mm-hmm. and uh, been going on for, I actually don't know how many years we've been running now. Cause some point when everything went into lockdown, we were, hitting our 13th year uh, but then you know you're gonna do a whole bunch of big stuff for that and well that ended so yeah i don't know we're in like year 14 or 15 or some something uh, so it'll be our second back to in-person convention and we have let's see what do we do what what you've been to a couple what are your what have you what are your some of your favorite things to come by and check out you know the first couple that Lori and i went to we went one day mm-hmm. sure for the first couple. And then I always felt like I missed out on so much. Yeah. So like starting year three, we've just gone the whole weekend and we nice. turn it into a little staycation. I mean, it's super close. It's in uh SeaTac. Yeah. It's uh, for those of you that are familiar with the area, it is, it's literally across the street yeah, from the airport. Across the street from the airport. 
Uh, so it's super easy to get there. We go there on a Friday, you know, check in, have some drinks and some snacks ready to go because we turn our room into a little bar snack shop. Sure. And then we just look at the schedule and we can just we pick everything that we want to do. Uh-huh. And now I don't feel like I miss out on anything. And it's awesome. I love it. So nice. the things that I really enjoy about it are the is the the the, the film festivals. Oh, okay, nice. I love those. <laughs> I love the vendor rooms, and it's really interesting because the vendor rooms, oh, we, it's it's in a well, it's in your typical hotel conference room. Yeah, it's a right? hotel uh, ballroom. I believe it's one of the ballrooms. And I can still walk through it. I can walk through it fifteen times and still pick out something different. Yeah, on the fifteenth time. I can go super braggy about it because I don't work at putting the. It's one of that's one of the places I just don't work in at all. The it, vendor room. It was a vendor room. Yeah, and I think that is amazing. It, it is. is such a cool vendor room. There's this year we're adding. We tried it a couple of years ago, but we put it in the wrong location, so we're at a uh, artist alley. Yeah, you know when you walk in, there's the uh, check-in desk, and to the left is the main. Um, room for sure. the main vendor room now to the right that first door to the right is going to be the artist alley okay which will have a bunch of additional tables and some new smaller uh kind of um i don't know how to term it not necessarily etsy style but more artistic based okay stuff. but it is actual art that mm-hmm. you can okay yep. um there there used to be a writer's like a book area is that now just more integrated with the main vendor room? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that was a particular vendor, uh, Blister Press. Oh, okay. Who has um, put out some great stuff there. They've had to take some time off. I won't go into it. It's nothing to do with the convention. It's mm-hmm. a personal things. But they set up their booth so well that that's what it looked like. You know, it was like it was either two or three vendor tables. Yeah. And they had like, they'd have three or four writers right. sitting there tell yeah so they that is that particular one is gone but i i it, like i said i don't not sure it's in the vendor room okay which part of the surprise i like because i'm i'm a fan too yeah you know, i love horror movies so i was like well what what new vendors do we have this year and you know there's always vinegar syndrome which i go and see of course right because uh, i'm stupid with with physical movies. media like yeah. that but uh, you've definitely influenced me <laughs> lately into checking out vinegar syndrome and then, uh, you know, I've, I had for a long time, I did collect DVDs, but then I stopped because yeah. I wanted, you know, Hey, you can just buy it on Apple. Right. But then I don't like that. They change stuff. Right. Yeah. I just don't like it. So then, um, I don't know, a year ago. So I told myself, I'm not going to buy digital anymore. I'm going to go back to hard to, to physical media. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to. I'm definitely coming home with some vinegar syndrome stuff. Nice. Yeah. One of the guys, they've got two guys there. One's really good. One's nice, but he's a lot more quiet. But if you find the, get there with the real talkative guy, he has amazing suggestions and he's a lot of fun. We should do that. You know what? Is strange. Eon's going to do a, we suggest. Uh, that'd be interesting. We're actually doing a live recording though. You are. Yeah. Strange. Eon's live at uh, Saturday at six, I believe. And uh, we'll be doing um, talking about Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, <laughs> nice. So, 
if you're interested did in you, uh, here. Is this breaking news or did you mention it on the last show? Uh, you know, I believe the last time we recorded, we completely forgot about to talk about Gun. <laughs> so this so, is breaking news. So yeah, it is. <laughs> I just recently saw that again. I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. It was on. It was oh, on big something. Trouble? Yeah, big yeah. trouble. It's fun. <laughs> well, that's exciting. So, so the, you know, the show has things for art lovers, for film lovers, and then being able to see a podcast be done. That's super cool too. Um, so the, you know, I'm, I've, I've, we, I've been to a whole bunch already. Sure. If you were to ask, if you were to talk to someone who hadn't been to one before, like what's your, Ooh, man. What, what's your 60 second elevator? I guess my first them? thing to be, first thing I do usually do, cause there's so much going on. I'll look at them and go, well, what kind of horror do you like? Do you like reading? Okay. Do you like movies? Do you just, do you, are you makeup? Do you like to hang out and just meet a bunch of horror people? We can kind of address all of those. Um, if you like books, we'll have some writers. I know as writers this year, as we have sometime in the past, our main writer unfortunately had to cancel like today mm. because he got the you know the big Yikes. COVID thing. It's been announced, so I'm not breaking anything. But uh, so he had to cancel, which is bad. John Skip is one of my favorite writers ever. Mm. Um, but so we lost a little bit of that. We've got the film festival, as you know, that is. If all the filmmakers that say they're going to show up or show up, we'll probably have 90 filmmakers oh, wow. at this event. I mean, not all at once because it yeah. runs all week long. North Friday nights are Northwest Showcase. We show almost, except for the first couple hours, we show exclusively Northwest, like two blocks of short films and two features on Friday night. And then those are fun because a lot of filmmakers obviously show up for yeah. those. And Saturday we've got a... Um, Let's see, what was it called? What What is Buried Should Stay Buried, which is a Lebanese film, mm. which the filmmaker is going to be here. I haven't figured out if he's actually coming from Lebanon or if he moved here a while ago. And, yeah. Because the movie shot in Lebanon. Right. But uh, so we've got that. And then we've got, we bring in some extra folks like Steve from the Bone Bat comedy. Uh, oh, or, he just had a film festival. Yeah, he, he does did, a best of hour at Crypticon. Did you go to his? Uh, some of it. Yeah. So I love that event. It is one of my top events every yeah. year it was all, all it. day thing mm -hmm. yep up until midnight yeah and then and the, so that runs from 11 to midnight on saturday and then we've got sunday 11 to 5 with some shorts featuring uh don a lady named don woods is putting together a bunch of local female-led uh groups and we're having a music video showcase oh very cool <laughs> following a documentary about the mixing of horror and music so Dang. you know hey <laughs> Bring it all together with some actually some more Northwest films being shown before that, too. So, yes, I know a lot about the film festival. <laughs> I want, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the mixing of horror music, of music and horror. My, cool. my brain immediately went to Dawkin. Oh, sure. Nightmare there, on Elm Street yep. Part three. That is talked about. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's, it's actually a really cool documentary. I really enjoyed it because you know, it goes right to horror and metal. I'm like, yeah, yep. I'm there. So, okay. What else do we have? Uh, so as a fan, that's what you're going to. Well, I've already seen all the movies. <laughs> well, no, as far, as far as this documentary goes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have time to do fun personal stuff? These, for about a couple months before Crypticon, it's tough. But, you know, I've been doing it long enough that I figured 
how to negotiate most as to that. Yeah. But there's more. Tell us. <laughs> as panels. Uh, we bring in local, uh, a lot of local people, and then some of their guests will take part in panels or Q&As where they talk about their careers or we'll talk about like uh, the most disturbing horror films ever made is one of our uh, call an evergreen title. Right. It's always that's popular. People, that's clickbait yeah. at yeah. its best. Oh, definitely. With actual substance. Yeah. And then uh, a film work series. Vanessa is going to be talking about editing. Oh, movies. okay. Vanessa from Strange Hands Radio. Yeah. And Kelly's got a couple panels in well. I wish I could remember. I mean, it'll be at Strange Hands Radio. Right. So, you know. <laughs> there. So, I mean, so the, uh, editing and filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these panels are if you are interested in writing or in making movies you can go to these and yeah. like if you're I, I, is there one about podcasting there was one yes, last year yes there is year. the directly in front of us okay. there's a how to do a podcast yeah there was a, like a how podcast. to podcast mm-hmm. so if you if you are interested in actually participating and start creating they they help with that too last year i went to a writing i don't well i li- I like the idea of writing, but my brain completely I, revolts. Sadly, I figured out a, several years ago that writing's just not. Yeah, it's my just not for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But I really did enjoy going to the panels. There were about six, seven filmmakers, and mm-hmm. I asked, uh, I asked a question that I, well, okay. <laughs> In all honesty, yes. I thought that I was just going to get a boilerplate answer, and I was really surprised at the answer that I got. Basically. My question was, is, is as a writer, if you write these characters who are very unlike you, no, how no. do you break that barrier? So, for example, if I were to write a story, but one of the characters was a hardened gangbanger who used words that I never use. Sure. Like, how do you as a writer then say, OK, I have to put away, I have to put aside my own beliefs and then be able to write how this guy, how this person would actually, you know, communicate, you speak and behave. That's a great question. Man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I thought that they were going to say, oh, well, you have to be mindful and you have to, you know, now and now in, in these times you have to be more. Con-. They didn't say that at all. They just said, write what you feel. Yeah. And if you or if the, I think one of them said, if you have reference material, whether it be personal or through someone else, you can use that. Yeah. But then just write how you feel, and I was like, okay, that's a, I mean, that's a great answer because yeah. that's a, that's sort of how it should be. It shouldn't be this write things, yeah, with the the thought that hey, I might get in trouble for this. Yeah, yeah, we've run into that a little bit with um, uh, the films hmm. um, because it's a horror convention. Now, yeah. I I do, I'm all, I'm 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 aware. That there are families walk literally walking in and out of this room, yeah, any hour of the day. So unlike my previous convention where I screened a Serbian film, I'm not going to screen that <laughs> here. Where did you do that? I used to have a film festival called the Maelstrom International Fantastic Film Festival. That's a mouthful. And yeah, I said uh, SIF. We rented SIF Theater and ran for a couple of years. And so that's a closed theater, so we 18 and over only. We did yeah. an intro about it. So that was fine, but uh, here where I've shown films, I got, <clears throat> I got not yelled at. She was polite, but there's a lady that was upset with me with one we showed a few years ago called uh, Blue 
an Australian film, and it was about a oh, probably a seven or eight year old that was kidnapped, put in a barn by an older man, mm-hmm. and his younger his sister, who was maybe a year or two older, attacks the guy and quite graphically cuts him up. Nice. <laughs> she you know take a little treasure if you get where I'm going with right. And it, it won Best Short that year. It was a phenomenal short. Okay. But its content was rough. That's about as far as I'd push it. And okay. that was, and I got yelled at a little bit for that. But um, it's tough. You know, it's a horror convention. There's going to be stuff that is not going to fly. Right. You know, I mean, it's horror. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's supposed to. Exactly. Yes. Like the deeply, there's a reason the disturbing horror films is their evergreen panel that everybody wants every year yep <laughs> so you know that uh so that's fun the other panels like history of child's play because we have a p- couple child's play um uh guests deep cuts i think steve's from bone bats on that one with about the you know strange unusual films you may not have heard of which obviously i love that if you've ever listened to strange Anne's radio you know yep. i tend towards the the weird shit um, or mythology and folklore and horror. Uh, all the ploitations. That one sounds interesting. Um, so there's, that's the panels. Then of course there's classes, uh, how to make a zombie. Yep. Or how to um, maybe run a haunt even. Right. Uh, so there's a lot of inter- vampire de- belly dance class. Oh yeah. That's a, pop- <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that should be interesting. And of course, cosplay. Got some of that. Uh, a uh, contest you can watch happen. The uh, Crypticon Seattle makeup contest is uh, run by Bob, and he does this great job of uh, putting together some good people. And our VIP guests can volunteer to be made up. Oh, that's a perk for being VIP? Yeah, one nice. of them. Yeah. And you're made up right there at the convention. Okay. And uh, Who's, the, who's the, the, the dude who's been on TV shows? Is that who you mentioned? Um, oh, uh, I forgot his name. Dutch about Dutch. Right. Who does, he is. He does his own stuff. He does. He usually does classes because he is his brilliance is airbrush. Yeah. So that's a little different than the mouth. The uh, makeup contest is generally okay. more physical building of stuff with prosthetics. But I think and... he we we've had airbrush people win in the past. Okay. So, but yeah, Dutch is a fun. He's, yeah, he has, a, he, has he loves fun doing glasses. what he does. Yes. <coughs> let's see. What were some of the other? Oh, okay. Now let's say you love famous people. Okay. <laughs> you know who doesn't? So we've got our. Uh, there's always guests. It varies from year to year. There are a few people that have been back a few times. Like we've got, I think this is the third time Bill Mosley's been here. Yeah. But uh, who cares? He's phenomenal. Man, that's one of my prized possessions up there. Oh, the is uh, my house of a thousand yeah. corpses with him and Sid. And you can see it right now on the camera. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, the, the big guest this year, we've got a couple of big ones. We've got Bill, obviously, Cassandra Peterson, better known okay, as Elvira, Elvira, who is appearing as Cassandra. She will not be. Um, she probably cost that. a whole lot more in costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, she is. So I, I've. Um, she wasn't, was she here last year or like, th- was it a f- couple years? Like, it's so hard before to, COVID. I think it was before yeah, I think COVID. It was a pre-COVID thing. But my wife loved her panel. 
Oh, she's because great. she just, I mean, she is how just how intelligent she is mm-hmm. and how the the advice that she can give to people coming up in the business and, um, you know, the pitfalls that she avoided by doing things a certain way. Yeah. I'm very inspirational. Yeah. She's, if you uh, want some of these, go ahead. Oh, thanks. We are lucky in that we're not, you know, it's not a convention nobody shows up to, but it's not Emerald City comic-con right. where you get a hundred thousand guests so you see a guest and you go oh cool sign bye go yeah it just becomes a massive turnover you can get some time with our guests here sometimes and some of the guests have been phenomenal with that part of the reason bill keeps coming back he's yeah. that kind of guy and like you said cassandra is a guest like that we've got a couple new ones we haven't had before like uh, <coughs> uh dana de lorenzo who was in ash versus the evil dead okay and stuff she's she looks like she's gonna be a lot of fun uh, Phil Fancaro, who's brought from Troll Baby <laughs> and Willow and a couple more. Like William Cat, who's silly when they're like, oh, cool, the greatest American hero. <laughs> Man, my wife loves him. <laughs> my uh, wife loves that song. Oh, man. She loves that show. It gets stuck in your head. It you stays know, there a long time. She explains this premise to me all the time, and I... And mostly it's a bit for me where I just tell her, like, why do you like this? <clears throat> where he's like, he has these powers, but he doesn't know how to use them. And he doesn't right. know how to land. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time, partially because I started to watch it a few, many years ago. And realized, oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know if I want to rewatch I know. I mean, one. I would rather rewatch <laughs> Carrie. Yes, he's in that. Yeah. And uh, uh, Christine Ellis and Alex Vincent, both from... Um, the Chucky movies, various different ones. I mean, Aline Dietz, who's coming up with a Northwest film that she shot in Portland. Okay. Uh, she plays on Calvin's film that plays on Friday night. And I mean, it's great. Beverly Diano, Matt Shaw, Eugene Clark. I mean, uh, it's fun. There's always somebody you walk in and go, oh, shit. I know who that is. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you are interested, if you dig horror and you go, you will. I mean, you might not know their like their their name uh, yeah. but you'll go and then you'll see them and you're like whoa this dude was in you Something. know yep. carrie and um i had probably one of my best moments last year because i met joe bob and oh, darcy man. the male he's girl. great she's pretty she, they're both they're a hell of a group man when they, come together. they are i you know i have my what i got signed from them right here uh-huh. i just I watched. Uh, I, I I'm glad. Well, they're back now, so the season has started again yeah. for 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 sure. him. And I just love what, hearing him speak. Yeah, I just I just love it, and I, I felt like a full on fanboy when I got up to the table, and then I just said, uh, "Joe Bob, I think you're really cool." I, I felt like I was a, like a little little kid yeah. talking to him. Yeah, I said, uh, "I really I really think you're really cool," and. The one thing that I stole from you that I use all the time is saying, saying, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. And then he <laughs> laughed and then Darcy laughed. Nice. Yeah. See, that's the kind of shit I was talking right. about. You can kind of talk to him and get to know him a little bit. Yeah. I'm real late to the Joe Bob fair because I grew up in a small town that he didn't, he wasn't on the air. Yeah. And uh, the, I first read his books, which are phenomenal. So I was like reading those going, shit, this guy's great. And I never really, I didn't see anything he'd done until he came back on show. Okay, this is what I, I should know this. Mm-hmm. I thought his books were movies no. and then his 
review of the movie. Sort of. He does. He's got a book on um, most disturbing films ever made and the most erotic films. <laughs> and it's more like a history of the whole concept of what was going on and how oh. they came about. They're amazing books. Okay, they're I'll have to so check good. those out. I hope they're still in print. I don't know. I haven't looked for a while, but uh, I'd hope so because they're, man, some of the best yeah. horror writing out there. Yeah, I was super happy about them. Yeah. Let's see what other crazy stuff goes on. There's, um, we've got, uh, who? What? what is this? I'm looking at the wrong screen. That's all right. We've got uh, the Iron Man art contest, which is fun. Uh, oh, Alexandria RPG Library, which is kind of a new thing. I think it started oh. two years ago, maybe. There's a guy up. I think he, if he's in the same place, he's near where the Evergreen Room is, where the film festival is. And he's just got a bunch of games. And you come in and play games for a while if yeah. you want a distraction or something like that. So it's a nice break. Yeah, what's there's going on. usually those corridors that lead to the, the film festival are full of people playing some sort of yeah some sort of game. Yep. Did you play do you play any of that? Are you a Dungeons and Dragons oh, person I, or Yeah, I was. I haven't played in years, but I unfortunately like when Crypticon's going on, I don't have the time to yeah. sit down and play very often. I was watching um um the history of arcade of video games. Oh yeah. And how a lot of the designers of those early games were just trying to do an RPG game digitally. Mm-hmm. And it, it's yeah. really it's really interesting to watch, like Zork and stuff like that. Yeah, like Zelda. You Zelda, like, I mean, like Zelda. Zelda yeah. Um, the, yeah, there's 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 quite a few of them, um, but yeah, I've never I have I my cousin was into Dungeons and Dragons, and I think I played one time. Yeah, and I just like okay, maybe not for me. Depends. You get the right DM, right? And it can be a lot of fun. I did it. Okay, I'm a nerd enough to know that means Dungeon Master. There you go. There was a game a long time ago. I believe it's called Chiller or something like that. It was a horror based RPG. Hmm. And a friend of mine goes, I got a guy who DMs this. Well, actually, Game Masters in that case. And it's phenomenal. So I was like, okay, let's go do that. And he goes over and we start playing and he's got music tapes playing and he's got sound effects going. It's all, he's doing it's all a whole production. Stuff. Yeah, it's like, wow. But uh, speaking of guests earlier, uh, with your cor- uh, House of Thousand Corpses there, yeah, Sid Haig was at the first Crypticon ever. Right. Greatly missed guy. He was great. So but, that was the first one? Well, he's been at a couple, but he's at the very first one. And it was, he did a political speech. He was running for president. So it was the most popular event that year saying, you know, what that's worth. But, uh, and it was real. He gave a real (laughs) political speech and it was really interesting. And that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of shit that brings me to conventions because you're not going to see Sid Haig give a political speech probably anywhere else. Anywhere else. (laughs) I don't think they would uh, put that on CNN or no, no. Well, I know you you enjoy the the drink occasionally, a little bit. Have you visited the thirteenth floor? Mm, yeah, I am a, a big fan of the thirteenth floor. It, it can get a little crowded at times, so it'll be interesting to see how it works this year. Yeah, it's nice because um, a buck. Well, I'm I'm not sure how much they are now, but a buck will get you a drink. There, there. No, it's. If it's a dollar or something, it, it ain't much. That's yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely like much. going to the hotel bar, <laughs> right? And then the people who are serving them are very uh, are very generous. Yeah, 
So it's a whole lot of fun. <laughs> Heavy Actually, pour. the first few that we went to, I want to say they were free, weren't they? There are some that might have that. Yeah. But uh, not not all of them. No, you know? it wasn't. But, uh, but I, uh, I think yeah, I remember getting free drinks at that 13th floor early on. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, some rules might come into play about free booze. Right. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh, the Washington State uh, last alcohol year, board is tough. Last year we got yelled at. We Lori and I were in a room uh-huh. and it was pretty late and then the security guards came and said you guys need to shut up. And oh, of course yeah. they didn't shut up and then they said all right, you guys got to go. <laughs> so it's uh I mean, this is a working hotel so yeah. you have to be respectful, yeah. but you can have a little bit of fun. Yeah, and it usually it was, goes well. It was innocent. There wasn't anything super, super crazy. But you know, when it's two a.m., right? It's, yeah, uh, you hit that point. It's you hit that point. Yeah, yeah. There, what the thirteenth floor is? There's like Biohazard and Deadly Darlings and the Macabre Mortuary and uh, Scaryoki and a variety of other. Oh yeah, we've done that all. Nice variety of rooms. They're basically, they, we just take the suites, uh, empty out some of the stuff. Or put it to the edges and stuff and turn it into little party rooms. Yep. So it is 21 and over only. Right. We'll say and they that, check so. they check IDs. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> I Dan hope my buddy Dan doesn't see this because he would get mad that I hit this mic like that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Uh, but it's so the the good thing about so er before these rooms turn to party rooms, mm-hmm. aren't there like board games and things that you can do just to hang out there? I think a few people do that. Because we've met one of our really good friends in that biohazard room before, like earlier in the day. We were playing oh, yeah. uh, we were playing uh, Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> nice. And... Oh, you know, this is 10 years ago and we still, we are still friends with the people that we met there. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. And we, that's... the wildest one, I don't remember what year it was. It's was probably year five or six. Cause, uh, we had a wedding. We had people that met at Crypticon. So they wanted to get married at Crypticon. I was like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. That was it. That think... would have been at our other hotel, not the double tree, but yeah. At the lion, uh, the um i don't know just up the street from yeah. us though yeah that's so much fun um i unfortunately maybe next year mm. i will be approved for to do a show there and what i will, oh. what i had planned to talk about was to talk about how friendships can be made at crypticon oh nice that was that was going to be the whole premise of my show and i was going to do it with either you or with kelly uh-huh. and say like hey i mean you can like this is a place to come and meet if you are into this stuff, even if you're yeah. not super into it. But if you want to meet people who are, it's like a cheap word is just to say cool, <laughs> but it's more of are open, like really open minded for the most part. Yes. That it's accepting, but not in the accepting that, you know, the generic accepting that a mm. lot of how it's used now, that word. Um, but you can meet all different types of people, but having common ground on, you know, a few things of, you know, a movie or a book or yeah. an author or, you know, anything. Yeah. Well, the horror look, especially, <gasps> especially if you're um, really 
into the like you always wear the black t-shirts or you always got a leather vest or something like that um you can have you can get weird looks yeah you know wandering around i used to have hair down to my ass so i know how that goes <laughs> and it's um it's a place that doesn't give a shit about that. As a matter right. of fact, it's celebrated. It's like you walk in there with some incredibly weird, obscure death metal band or black metal or something like that. And somebody there is going to know it. Yeah. Um, or have seen them or <laughs> maybe right. even freaking knows them. The, the, the weird connections that can happen here are, are really cool. It can be, you know, if you're really unsure and you, go places alone. Cause I'm, I do shit like this cause interacting with a large group of people is tough for me. Being mm. on stage is easy. Yeah. I don't care. Put me in front yeah. of 300 people. Fine. Whatever. They're all faceless. Yeah. Put me in front of three people. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, so I like that cause I know everybody there has at least a common interest. Right. You know, even like, if, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I don't think I've had one negative anything about it. I've never, <clears throat> I don't know if you know this about me yet, but I am easily annoyed. <laughs> Ask Kelly. If you think he's a grumpy dude, <laughs> like he has nothing on me on grumpiness. Uh, not one, not one thing to say. No, not one, really not one. It's, yep. It is, it's just like, it's all, it's all just a whole lot of fun. Like probably the only thing that I would say is I wish there was more stuff, like more panels, <laughs> yes. right? Like more things to do because in the downtown, in the downtime, we go to the room and drink. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There's, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's conventions around in the area that have been around for decades that that's kind of their main thing is that but uh you know yeah i think i think if you're looking at the panels you're looking at the stuff you'll probably find something to do yeah the film festival is always running the panels are not quite as often they end a little earlier part of the reason i do up to midnight movies is because the 13th floor is 21 and over yeah. so you know don't want to go to that come see some movie but yeah no, I mean, okay, we'll talk so about the panels. Yeah. Like, if you go to the website, check out the panels, and if you are interested in anything, you know, make sure to put a note in your, uh, make a calendar entry, make a reminder to go and see it, because the people who are hosting these panels are knowledgeable, want to share the information, and probably have an answer to a question you might ask. Because since they're active and they're doing, yeah. have come across it. Yeah. So this isn't like just, you know, someone just talking about something that they, this is like what they're doing. So it's if, if you are interested in the writing or the editing, I mean, but man, I'm going to go to the Vanessa editing because I like editing. Uh -huh. um, so I would have I mean, I already have a whole bunch of questions of. You know, how do you decide what to cut? How do you decide how long you want something to be? Yep. Like, you, it's so crazy how I've sat in front of my computer, looked at something that I've made and said, should this be one second shorter? And I, I ponder it. I will toss out to you, yes. <laughs> the, exactly. <laughs> the number one note that every film reviewer has left over the years and the last 14, 15 years of the festival I've had 20 plus reviewers at least 
the number one message is this would be so much better if it was a few minutes shorter. Right. And that's hard. I'm a filmmaker too. And uh, that's a hard lesson to learn. The first film we put out that we were going to festivals with and stuff, we thought it was real hubris when, hubris when the uh, festival director contacted us and actually said, maybe you should cut this down a little bit. And we're like, oh. Like and then, of course, mother. two years later, watch it go, God damn it. <laughs> he is so right. This needs to be cut down. Yeah, I mean, we just get so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't see it. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. Just get too, too close. Yeah. Uh, and that's a common mistake. That is a uh, uh, mistake. I don't know if mistake. That's a common trait. Yeah. Well, you know, as a director, you kind of, you know, you, you, if you, a good director, I feel you'd like your director, your actors, you love what they're doing. You want them to share that. Oh my God, look at this shot. This, my uh, DP worked up. Oh, I can't cut that. Can't cut it. Oh, it's money. Then you got to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, I'm excited about, I'm super excited about that. Um, the only thing that I have not been privy to in all of my years going to Crypticon is the VIP 13th floor area. Sure. I wonder if I can weasel my way in there. Technically, <laughs> and I, I'll be perfectly honest, I'm okay with this. I'm not supposed to go in there. No? Right. Hey, it's for the VIPs that have paid to go in there that have done the, yeah, I guess. the stuff and they bring in, you know, they bring in the guests to hang out up there and do some. I don't. I don't know all the stuff they've done. I've been in a few years, but I'm, we kind of, it used to be a lot more Lucy, you know, yeah. but had to tighten down a little bit just because just too many people are getting in and it was yeah. becoming a crowded <laughs> thing and it was not as much fun. Yeah, you're right. If you pay for it, that should, putting people up there dilutes it and that's no fun. What you going to do? I'll have to, uh, I'll have to corner Bill Mosley in the elevator <laughs> to pick his brain about Chop Top <laughs> or how he can just be so mean. He like he can his acting. He oh, is geez. one of the most terrifying people. And he I mean, there isn't a superpower or anything. It's not like no. he's just uh, he's just one mean individual. Yep. He scared uh, my girlfriend at the time out of the room when we were watching Texas Chainsaw 2. <laughs> She's like, I can't have to watch this guy anymore. Yeah, he is petrifying. Yeah. As Imagine running into that guy. Oh, jeez. But, I mean, but I've seen him, like, be just himself, and he's just a... Oh, he's a great guy. Mild-mannered, he's, I mean... He's a wonderful guy. One of the, one of the things we really like to get, because and you don't always know when you book the guests... Overall, I'd say we've been almost completely successful at this. Is there are guests that get it and mm. understand that these are people, the fans, these are people that love you for some reason yeah. and they treat you great. Um, some of the bigger ones, when you're getting into the giant guests, you, that doesn't connect anymore because, you know, they're so disconnected. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, guys like Bill and Sid was a wonder at this. Man. They they get it. They know. Okay, this is a this is really cool. Plus, you know, it's a little bit more income. Why not? But, yeah. Because they're not they're not making thirty they're not making thirty million dollars a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's I mean they're, you know, they want to keep a, the they want to keep their popularity going to get to continue to be invited to these. Oh yeah. 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 Man, that is so. I'm so much looking forward to it. Can we talk a little bit about what my responsibility is? Sure. Because I actually have some official duties. That's right. 
I have, I have duty. T- <laughs> sorry, sorry, my ten year old coming out. <laughs> so I'm not. I, I I'm perfectly okay speaking in front of a group. Mm-hmm. So, um, so t- t- give me instructions. Pretend. Okay. You said in the email, you said get with me a half an hour before to go over yeah. through it. Well, you so also pretend- need. You'll need. You'll also need physical things on how to run the Blu-ray player and stuff okay. like that. But um, the event itself. See, I've. Well, hold on. Before we do that, can yeah. we tell people what I actually did? Oh, sure. So, yeah. so I, I, I was the judge for the 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 film festival. Yep. So I saw a whole 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 bunch, <laughs> yeah. and then now I get the. I'm actually very honored that you asked me to do this. Like you didn't ask me, are you okay speaking in front of groups? So you didn't ask oh, me, yeah. do you want to do any of that? You just said you want to be involved, and then of course I just said yes. And you're like, here you go, you get to speak in front of people and i'm like sweet you never know yeah the um what it is is every block and the block can be an hour it can be two hours uh is short film feature or a combination of both and uh before it starts you want to come up and what i do is i come up and i asked hey welcome crypton glad you're here here's some stuff that's coming up because i know you love these films but hey there's also this stuff coming up you want to come back and check out these movies or these shorts or so these are your personal recommendations. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then, then there'll be a. Um, I'll ask, hey, how many filmmakers are here? There's there's actually a couple reasons for this. Um, I want to know what the filmmakers are there. I want the people that are there to know there are filmmakers in the room. Um, generally, because no matter how good. Or whatever I might think of a short, or you might think of a short, somebody's going to think it's the greatest short they've ever seen, or the dumbest short they've mm. ever seen. And it's never happened at Crypticon that I know of, but I've been, you know, when in a crowd in an audience when um, a filmmaker runs into a rough screening, mm. and I don't think Crypticon's the place for that. We're not a theater; we're right. just a room full of people having fun. So if the people in the crowd are aware that filmmakers that worked on these movies are sitting in the crowd, they'll be more polite. Right. You would hope. They Knock on wood, they always have been. Yeah. So, and also let you know that, hey, they just have, see these movies up here? Somebody really worked on them and he's sitting right over there yeah. and she's over there. And, and so that's how I always start it. Then, you know, you start to put the Blu-ray in it starts playing. And then after the film is done, um, you'll stop it because we've got a real strange Blu-ray player that automatically restarts every damn time. And I've checked every setting it has and it won't stop. <laughs> Luckily, I've got I've been running long enough now that I've got a few people that sit in most of them and they all know this. <laughs> and they're ready to go. So, yeah, if we're not there yet. They go back, go, they stop it. But, um, and I'm fine with that. Uh, but the... Then do a Q&A, bring all the filmmakers up front. Sometimes it's tight. I, 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 I kind of put myself in a rough place sometimes because I want to show as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes that leaves like four minutes <laughs> left in the hour or something like that. So the very least, you want to bring everybody up and say, hey, here's all the filmmakers. Give them a round of applause. Uh, if you got time, then you'll ask them general questions. There are three or four questions that everybody always asks if you go to the audience. Um, stuff like, how long did you shoot it? What did you shoot it on? 
Where did you shoot it? Uh, Things like that. And um, the only time, whoa, (laughs) that's okay. The, The only, we've, and you almost never get rude or mean questions from the audience. The tough part with the audience questions is if you hang an open space long enough and you're kind of near that end where you go, okay, I know I need to wrap up, right. but I don't, it's not quite, uh, any other questions? Oh, good. No. We're okay. Good. We're good. We're going once, twice. We're good. Yeah. Uh, so that that's the, the tough way to end it sometimes. But uh, usually you've got some good audience members that'll ask some nice questions. There's good interaction. It's uh it's not a high pressure situation. It's not like when I screened at the Lovecraft Festival and I go up there and there's 500 people in the audience because it's a giant theater. Right. And you're like, whoa, this is wild. This is, you know. And someone's going to ask, do you draw from. Oh, here's you go. Here's from Grecian mythology to f- come up with this XYZ. Oh, here's the question you got. <laughs> we, we were screening our feature years ago and. One of the audience members asked, uh, "Did you ever consider doing this as a cartoon?" I'm like, okay, well, yeah, no. no. <laughs> Where did that come from? Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed our movie. <laughs> I did consider paper mache animation. Though. There you go. <laughs> oh man, some of the stop motion shit. Ooh, got a couple real good ones this year. But uh, the yeah, I'm curious. The one in the theater. Did you watch that one with the? Two people come into this old theater and buy some popcorn and they go in and crazy shit happens. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. So it's all right. Um, and I'm assuming you don't want me to be hammered. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Drinking hand. That's fine. That's That works just fine. Okay. Come on. You've seen some of Kelly's panels, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> so- I mean, you know what? I'm curious what he's going to bring in his suitcase this time <laughs> you never know i'm, I'm, but, I'm excited uh, about that yeah the only reason you can't you know like be out of it is because you got to work the gear you know you right. gotta run the equipment a little bit <laughs> and you got to find the right disc to play or whatever so no i'm uh i will be i'll be ready to go <laughs> i am uh i will be responsible oh <laughs> uh, well i hope everyone got sort of a feeling of what this festival is with this this whole show because oh crypticon it's like it's just fun yeah it's all fun whether i mean like you know like we said whether you like films or makeup or Mm -hmm. special effects or you know listening to people talk about how to make a movie how to make a podcast how to write you're gonna dig it uh the vendor room is filled with super talented artists and artisans all kinds of artisans that man i have so much stuff in this room that i <laughs> bought at crypticon <clears throat> i can imagine yes and i i mean it, it i like it because it's not cookie cutter stuff that you just pick up at yeah, yeah. you know someplace it's like everything has a everything has a story really I've built a relationship with this lady who makes notebooks. And if you look at my row of notebooks over there, about half of them are where she does graphic art, puts it on a notebook. And for some reason, I love no, I don't write anything in them, (laughs) but I love notebooks, but I must have about 10 of them. Yeah. And this is how, this is how much 
the circle of friends can happen. Okay, I mean, she's not my friend, but she knows me. Right. Is that I've seen her at Crypticon, but then my last year for my birthday, uh, Lori took me to a ghost walk in Central. What's the place just outside of Centralia? It was a. I think it might have been Centralia, but okay. there was a dark. There was a dark magic market or a dark <laughs> market there, right? Which nice. is, I mean, it's like a mini vendor room. Sure. But she was there. <laughs> That's the same cool. vendor from Crypticon. Yeah. And she recognized me. Yes. And then she's like, hey, like, hey, and I'm like, whoa, you got some new designs. And there you go. There's yeah. an, another I mean, three notebooks that I bought. Yeah. Another thing, you know, along with those is you do the social media stuff, the Facebook, yeah. the Facebook, I do at least fucking say the Facebook, the anyways, Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that come in, interact throughout the year because we're, we're active all the time yeah. with stuff going on. We've got, uh, D does our social media stuff. We've added a couple new people to help us out this year. Cause you know, it's, it's a lot for one person to oh, do, yeah. I mean, but she I does believe a it. hell of a job. Oh, rough job. Be nice. Be nice people. <laughs> Actually, almost everybody that buys a ticket that comes to Crypticon is is great online. Yeah, man, hope yeah, yeah. I mean, just, it's there's no there's no room, there's no reason to be negative about any of this. It's yeah. like you're just gonna go and have a great time. Um, the other thing that we mentioned is like if you're into toys, like there's a few toy shops that go yeah. and then sell their horror toys. Um, I have Freddy up there. Oh, man. There. Like, yeah, I got him at Crypticon. I have an Evil Dead, a Jason. Um, nice. One, uh, some other one. <laughs> he's over there somewhere. Yeah, he's over there somewhere. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like if you have um, if you like art that is, again, isn't from Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> You want right. something a little bit, right? Yes. I mean, you can you, you can just go and get it. So I'm planning. Like I have some empty space up here. I'm I'm looking to buy stuff, nice. and it's like I want a big piece for the entryway to the studio, oh, which is over there. So I want a big, like I'm looking for a big piece. And I thought about getting uh, like reproductions of my favorite prints from photographers. Sure. But it's not the same. Yeah, little too generic it's, it's a little t- yeah it's like i can just go you know i know my buddy has a humongous printer like i could go and get a big print of something right but it's not going to have the impact of okay someone actually put thought yeah. you know and then created it and i'm sure i'm going to find it yeah or you go there and you get a poster from you know like if somebody from your favorite film is there like right so a thousand corpses got up there you know, and you could get that signed and then framed. It's exactly. Extra cool. Actually, I will say I do have one sad memory oh, yeah. from Crypticon. They can't all be good, I guess. They can't know. all, but I was so looking forward to George Romero. Oh God, that was that was that, that was, was rough. That man. hit me really hard mm-hmm. because I really, really, really wanted a George Romero autograph. Yeah. But I mean, he canceled, and you know, we all know how that went. Yeah. But then. What that means to me is that I will never own a George Romero autograph because yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I mean, don't, you could buy one probably on eBay or yeah, something, but, but that's I don't buy, not the same no, at all. I don't buy autographs. No. Like, I have to get them. And that just made me so sad. Yeah. I mean, okay, maybe selfishly. That's okay. A lot of people were negative about that. That was a rough, that was a rough one. Yeah. 
but uh, you know, he was he was, he was he was really really sick. He was ill. He was ill. But that just made me uh, turn into okay. If I if I want it, like if I'm gonna get it, yeah, right. Because uh, you, you you just never know. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Sid Haig so, was at several conventions. Yeah, with yeah. Us, which that's mean, again, that's one of my one of my prized signatures up there is him. Yeah. And then he has a picture with Lori that is pretty funny. Like oh, he cool. gave this really cool expression on his face. He was great. Yeah, man. He was a top-notch. Um, all right. Well, I hope this this will be posted on. I'm gonna try to do it <laughs> for Tuesday. Oh man. <laughs> But for sure on Wednesday, sure. so you'll have you'll have time to make your plans. You can get tickets at the door. Should probably give a couple little notes on that kind of stuff. Oh, please! I want to first thing I want to toss out is please be nice to the people working the front desk. They get a lot of tough stuff. They work really, really hard. We're a small crew of people. There's not a lot of people that put Crypticon together, so we work a lot more than we <laughs> might want to at times. Yeah. So, you know, not, nothing's perfect. Nothing runs fantastic. We do have the normal world we live in now. So yeah. there are some COVID protocols, uh, fully vaccinated convention, um, or a recent, I think a 72, 72 hour hours. check, yeah. but it can, it can be a home check. So it can be a home check. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little surprised they said that, but they can't. So, well, hold on. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> Um, if you go to the homepage of CryptoConSeattle.com, it has all the information on the okay. COVID protocol. Plus, right. you can buy tickets and yeah. stuff like that. If you're and this is 100% fair. It was This is 100% fair because you have all of these artists who are coming in who, well, um, but actors, artists, sure, like, sure. who are coming in and they want to go on to the next one and to the next one and to the exactly. next one. And I, I I am completely on board with being as safe as possible so that they can continue to do that because this is yeah. this is their life. I mean, this is part of their livelihood, and mm -hmm. they deserve that uh, that that cautiousness. Yeah. Yep. So get it. <laughs> no, but yeah, just wanted to let them know that there will be. That is part of the yeah, and they checked the uh, your temp at the door last year. Is that still? I don't know if we have that this year. That was so cool. Yeah, I hope they have it back, or hope we have it I back. I mean, because it just uh, it just seems easier mm -hmm. for the person doing it because you can't really argue. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's, once you realize what's going on, you're like, oh, yeah, take my photo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, if you're going to go. Um, there is parking at the hotel. Parking at the hotel, you want to get there early. Um, a couple of years ago, they started using it for airport parking too, which has oh, wow. really made it a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, there's also a, I mean, you know, it's SeaTac, so there's parking everywhere. There's parking everywhere. But the easiest one is directly across the street from the Doubletree is a parking lot that I've used a few times. You know, none of them are cheap, but... If you're going to be parked there for yeah. three days. Right. And it's, I mean, uh, if you're going to be, if you're in town, just Uber there, save the parking. Yeah. If you can do that, that's Run probably the, the right light rail comes like two blocks right so, there, two or three blocks away from the yeah. tree. And there, I mean, obviously the hotel has food. There's a restaurant there. 
Um, but if you walk out, there's fast yeah. food options. There's yeah. there's a really great Thai place across the street. There's a liquor store right next to that <laughs> Thai place, <laughs> which we've been yes, to there is. Or twice. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's a convention. Um, uh, th- there's you know all of that convenience is is built in. Yeah. Um, so, Eric, Margaret. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing about mm-hmm. CryptoCon. And I'm just going to encourage everyone to check it out. What's the website? That's CryptoConSeattle.com. CryptoConSeattle.com. Yep. You can follow them on Instagram at CryptoCon. Is it also CryptoCon Seattle? Uh, or our Twitter is just straight CryptoCon. Uh, I forget if crypt, but if you type in CryptoCon, you're going to get, there's kind of a family of stuff, but we're CryptoCon Seattle. So. You'll be able to tell because it's all Seattle. Yeah, it stuff. is CryptoCon. So IG is CryptoCon Seattle. So I'll put all of those links into the show notes yep. and then link them onto the post. They'll probably be going out as this video goes, you know, flashing right. out there. Um, again, everyone should go. Um, you should go to the film festival so that you can watch me introduce two film blocks. There you, you go. Can- and you can rate me of how well I did. <laughs> It'll be fun. Uh, I dig it. All right, Eric, any parting words? Come by, have fun. Well, that's what CryptoCon Seattle is about. Come by, join the party. Join. A lot of people call it horror summer camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a good time. And that 13th floor is a super good time. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. We're waving to the camera. Man, that's going to be weird. <laughs> Man, it's like, I don't like to... Yeah, that's going to be funny to to do. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. I'm on all of them. Don't forget to check out the sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos, Capitol Hill and Wallingford, and then Soulmates. My shoe collection is right across from us. I mean, I only have about 60 pair. Oh, yeah. Like That's that's not a whole lot. But, man, I got some (laughs) Travis Scott 4s. I got some Union Guavas, some Noirs some Bordeaux ones, some Bretto ones, some band ones. Uh, I got the Freddy Krueger Air Max 95s. I got the What the Paul Dunks. These are all super hype shoes. I'm guessing, yeah. Super, super, super <laughs> hype. So go and check them out, soulmateseattle.com. We're going to be doing a giveaway soon. I'm going to give away a classic Air Force Ones. It's like you can't go wrong with a nice, crisp, white pair of Air Force Ones. Uh, so definitely check them out and thank you I hope you guys dug it we're on YouTube there's video to see alright that's it thank you sir thank you yep